Welcome to Mission Connect, a podcast brought to you by Passion to Reach Ministries, designed to equip you to connect with God's mission for your life. I'm Emily James, your host, here with co-host, Passion to Reach's founder and director, Pastor Fanu I. Hey, Pastor Fanu, how are you? I'm doing great, Emily, and excited for another Mission Connect podcast. Uh, you know, friends, those of you that are listening to this podcast, um, I'm super excited that you're on uh, uh, this week's podcast because we're talking about something that I believe is so, so very important. And actually, uh, Emily's going to share, be sharing with us on this topic. And I believe it's really um, sort of connected and, and an integral part of being able to fulfill our mission. And that is the whole you know, thing around time and the importance of stewarding time. We live in a, a world that is so busy. Everyone's constantly, you ask somebody, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Everyone says, and it's almost like, I don't know, in the Western world, I feel like busy equals productive. Busy equals I'm doing something with my life, you know? And right. so everybody talks about being busy. And the truth is, or the question is, are we really stewarding our time well? And so, uh, Emily, you are, uh, you know, uh, an, uh, in many ways, superwoman because you have uh, so many different things that you are managing and handling. Uh, you're involved in church and you serve at church. You're involved in ministry. That's what you do for work. And you are in many churches. Um, you are a wife uh, to someone that has their own business. So that's, you know, there's demands there. And you've got three kids all under the age of... Four and under. Four and under. Three kids under the age of four. So all of you that are listening, you know why I'm calling this woman Superwoman. So Emily, if anyone uh, can complain about being way too busy to be about God's mission and not being able to steward time well, it's probably you. So share with us and share with those who may sometimes feel overwhelmed, how can we steward our time best? Yeah, you know, this has been something that really the Lord has been speaking to me uh, this year a lot lately because like you said you know I've I've been in this season of just going okay God I I need help navigating this because if you know me I'm also someone who I like lists I like calendars you know I like uh, structure and so you know when it comes to production productivity apps or calendars and stuff. I'm always looking, okay, what can I use? How can I start to manage my time? How can I be strategic with my time? How can I plan my time? But reality is, you know, life happens and, you know, you plan something for two hours and then the baby doesn't nap for that long or whatever it is, you know, and, or you run to the grocery store for a second and you run into someone and it takes longer than originally thought. And so I was like, God, you know, how do I navigate this? How do I not? I I felt like I was like, it was like treading water, right? You're just, you're trying to stay afloat and you're doing it, but you're getting tired and you're getting weaker. And at some point you're like, okay, I need a lifesaver here because I'm not going to last much longer. And I think that can happen when we um, become so hectic and busy in our lives. And everybody has different seasons and different things that uh, keep us busy. But the Lord said to me, Emily, you can be strategic and plan your time, but you need to be faithful with your time. And, and you know, and I really felt like he was saying, are you coming before me and asking me, you know, really getting guidance from God as to how to utilize our time? 
we think, it, like you mentioned earlier, we think just because we're busy or we're doing things, um, you know, we're serving at the church, that, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be the right thing that we're doing. You know, and I heard a quote around the same time I was kind of, you know, really seeking God about this. And it said, God's okay with you being busy as long as you're doing it his way. And I think a lot of times, you know, what happens is we get busy doing the wrong things or we get busy doing things that maybe aren't uh, fully what God's called us to or, or, you know, that are really just kind of using up our time in a sense rather than going, okay, you know, life is busy. It's going to be busy. You have family, you have work, you have commuting, you have, you know, now this whole health um, fit and, you know, trying to work out, trying to cook full meals as opposed to just running through the drive through I mean, these are things that legitimately take time, take effort, but it's going, God, help me to be busy doing your work. Help me to be faithful in my time, faithful in a sense of, you know, faithful to God, faithful to what he's called us to. And in that, you know, it's the busyness sometimes can still become overwhelming, but it, it brings you to a place of understanding that, um, you know, that you're being led by God and, and things don't feel so consuming when you're on mission for God, not to say, I mean, you know, Pastor Fnu, that being in ministry or, or, you know, sometimes when you're right in the heart of what God calls you to do, it doesn't necessarily mean everything's perfect. Everything's going to be right, but there is a fulfillment in that. And if our busyness and our time is not causing a fulfillment in our life, then we need to go, okay, God, help me to be able to uh, really focus in on what you've called me to do. You know, and I think of Proverbs 16, verse 9, that says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So it's okay to plan. It's okay to be strategic. It's okay to put time slots in your calendar of what you want to do. But we need to be ensuring that we are also allowing for God to direct our steps and direct the things that we do, direct the efforts um, that take up our time, the things that take up our time. Because otherwise, you know, it is like that treading water. But when we can go before the Lord and ask him, you know, God, lead us in this. It's like him throwing out that lifesaver to us. And suddenly, you know, we're still there. We're still in the water, but, you know, we've got something that's really keeping us afloat. And, you know, and I think it's something, time is something that has hindered a lot of people from really being released into the fullness of God. Um, because we can also keep ourselves from hearing God, from being close with God, because we have uh, consumed ourselves with things, you know, consumed our time with things that aren't what God's called us to. I think, uh, I think you're right on. And I think part of the challenge with our world today is the number of things we have to say no to, right? We're right. constantly, it's not like we have to choose things to do anymore. It's that we have to say no to the things that are constantly knocking at the door of our lives uh, you know, every day. 
And, um, you know, be it, uh, I, I guess social media is a huge thing, right? I was, I was talking to some, uh, about something today and I was saying how sometimes you get on social media and you're like, oh, I just have five minutes, you know, I'm, I, I just want to break and you, you know, scroll through and all of a sudden you see a video and then leads to another video and leads to another video and mm-hmm. you know it, it's 20 minutes later or 30 minutes later and you're like, how, where did the time go, you know? And so it's so easy, I think, to, um, to get caught up uh, in, in doing things that don't really add value to our lives. Uh, and, uh, and so we have to constantly say no to things. Uh, and I think in many ways, if you want to say yes to the right things that God wants you to do, and, and I don't mean spiritual things, I mean even family, even eating right, even all of those things. If you want to say yes to the things that God wants you to do, you have to say no to the things that don't really matter or not really important or that just don't fit into this season of your life. They're not wrong things, not right. bad things. It's just not, you know, it's just not for you right now. But I think looking at time as a resource, and it's interesting because uh, I was doing a training this uh, earlier today and I was recording for it and, and we were talking about the Sabbath. You know, so we think of, um, we think of money and we t- think of tithing and giving offerings and so basically taking what belongs to us and giving some of it away to mm-hmm. bless people, to bless God. You know, we also need to look at, I guess, uh, how are we taking time away from all the busyness of life and really just disconnecting and spending time with God or looking at time from that perspective, that it's just like money, time is a resource and how mm-hmm. we manage it uh, really will determine how we fulfill our destiny and how we become all that God's called us to be. Yeah, and something that I love saying is our doing must come out of our being. Mm. So we must be in Christ and just be intimate with God. Like have, you know, and out of that will flow things that God has called us to. When we do, 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 and it's not coming out of a place of intimacy or a place of understanding, then we often are um, doing things that are going to hinder really where we are going or what God's calling us to or being able to fulfill his mission because, you know, it just, it keeps us busy. And we, you know, sometimes we may feel like, okay, I've done this and, you know, I did this, but God's going, that's where God's going. Yeah. Okay. But I'm going, I guide your steps. And so everything that we do needs to come out of being. So we need to be first intimate with the Lord and have that understanding so that, you know, really we serve in the right areas or, you know, oftentimes that, you know, in ministry and stuff, we like to put people in certain places just to be able to fill roles. But it's, you know, we need to be honest with, with God as well and be like, and, and, you know, ensure that this is where God has called us to, or this is, you know, um, an area where you can utilize the gifts and that you've been given and, you know, ensuring that it's not um, just filling a schedule or filling, um, you know, making yourself feel good, but you're really prioritizing and focusing on the things that God's called you to, because that's the only way to really ensure that, you know, you haven't, when you start to feel weary, when you start to feel like your time, 
like you just don't have time for anything. You don't have time to settle your mind. You don't have time to be with the Lord. You feel like your family is suffering. Those things, those are really good indications of going, okay, God, I am not where I need to be, or I'm not focused on the things that you are calling me to. And that's where we can begin to look and go, okay, God, help me to be faithful with my time. Help me not just to plan things out, but to really go, God, what is it that I need to say no to? What is it that I can say yes to? And when we can have that understanding, we can begin really to walk in faith that, um, you know, that our, our time will be used in fulfilling God's mission. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, uh, that, that's what we need to, um, we need to be focused on is how is everything that I'm doing. And I think sometimes like you're saying, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be specifically ministry things or specifically um, quote unquote spiritual things, but it's the, the a holistic view of our time. And uh, I was sharing this earlier today, how when I was away, uh, we were on holidays for a week and I had to, cons- I had to intentionally focus on doing nothing and disconnecting because, mm-hmm. you know, again, we're, we're living in such a do, do, do world that it's so hard to be. It's so hard to not do anything, not research something, not be on some social media device or some you know, some device, uh, and, and just to be, and just to rest and just to calm your mind and, you know, have time with God and, and focus internally and see how you're doing, you know, on the inside emotionally. Uh, it's one of those things. I think it's a practice. You have to literally practice it. And the more you practice it, the better you, you get at it. Yeah. So for all of our listeners out there, we really, I really, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you can never tell people how to exactly use their time. Everybody's different. Everybody has different priorities and you can't say 15 hours here and 10 hours here, but there's three ways, you know, just as the listeners out there are hearing this and going, okay, how can I utilize my time? There's three things that we, I really want to focus in on um, and I'll list them and then we can go into each one individually and maybe talk about some practical things with them. But, you know, uh, what number one is we need to reach up. So we need to prioritize time being with God, reaching up, you know, being connected to God, being intimate with God. Number two is we need to reach in. We need to prioritize as hard as it is. And I think sometimes this can be neglected. Um, well, I don't want to say the most, but, you know, it can be something that's hard for some people to do is really to set, like you said, set that side, uh, that time aside for yourself and being able to prioritize rest. And, you know, again, we think that doing is, is a sign of success, but the problem is when we don't take time to rest, we often will sink. We often will, you know, again, it's like treading that water. You only have so long. Sometimes you actually have to stop and you have to kind of do a backflow for those swimmers out there, right? You have to rest. You have to, otherwise, in order to be able to regain strength, to continue treading. And, and, you know, that's, 
It's the same thing with rest. And when I say reach in, I'm talking about prioritizing you yourself and prioritizing, you know, your family unit and ensuring that things at home are good as well. And then, of course, reaching out. And, and you know, part of our mission um, is connecting with others. Part of our mission is connecting with others, is building that community, and we are called on mission to serve others as well. So we need to prioritize that time. We need to be able to open up our home and have people in or reach our coworkers or have coffee with that person. And these are three ways that we need, you know, if we're talking about being faithful with our time, these are three areas that guaranteed God requires of our time. Mm -hmm. I love it. So let's talk about the first one, which is uh, reach up. And so how do we do that, Emily? Um, and give us some, some best practices on how to go about that. Yeah, so as I said earlier, you know, our doing needs to come out of our being, and we need to be uh, intimate with God. If we have neglected that area of our life, um, you know, everything else will feel like it's suffocating. Mm-hmm. And so that is spending daily intimate time with God. You know, and that can look different ways. Obviously, you know, daily we should be in the Word of God as well, studying the Word, studying scriptures, meditating on scriptures. Uh, This could be, you know, time at home, just worshiping God, putting on some worship music. Maybe it's, you know, in your prayer closet. Maybe it's quiet time before the Lord, just, you know, simply soaking in what God's saying. And then, you know, this is something that really should be a practice as we go throughout the day. And being able to, you know, ask God throughout the day, God, okay, you know, open up a door here of opportunity or, or you know, whatever it might be that maybe, maybe it's work. Maybe it's how to be effective in your time at work. And really seeking God in that. You know, and that is um, where we need to prioritize first because out of that will flow everything else. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you want to understand your mission and your call for God, you need to be connected to God. I mean, really and truly, it's the only way. So every day reaching up, taking that, you know, one-on-one time aside with God, but also knowing throughout the day um, we're in conversation with God, we're in prayer with God, we're asking God, we're being led by the Spirit. And I also want to add to that, Emily, I think I, I, I understand the, 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 the phrase reaching up, the idea of we're connecting with God, but I also want to encourage our listeners with another angle of it, which is that God wants to reach down as well. Mm. God is reaching down. So a lot of times reaching up is not this idea of, you know, I'm climbing up a ladder and trying to get to God. Mm -hmm. It's more of, you know, I have my hands lifted up and I'm saying, God, I'm here. You know, I want to receive you. I want you to embrace me. I want you to pour into me. I want you to fill my life and fill my heart. You know, I want to remove all the distractions and I just want to focus in on you. And Mm -hmm. so this idea that God is constantly wanting that for us, he wants to embrace us. He wants to be 
um, you know, leading us, guiding us, directing us. That's right. All we sometimes need to do in, in reaching up is to just li- literally lift our hands up and say, God, mm-hmm. here I am, you know, and pour into me. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And the second one is uh, reaching in. And, I, and again, this is something that I think is hard for people. It's hard for people to t- take time to rest. Um, but it's, it's critical in really in things like our emotional health and being able to um, be strengthened in order to uh, continue on. And again, this, they kind of are also interconnected. Obviously, our time with God, prioritizing our relationship with God, you know, in those moments, God's going to fill you. And naturally, those will be moments of refreshing you know, but there's areas I know personally for me, um, it seems so small, but you know, there, when I go and get a pedicure, it is like, this is, you know, time that I'm just taking to, I'm not putting on my phone. I'm not bringing work with me. Maybe I might bring a book or something. The kids are definitely staying at home and it's just an opportunity to really just, you know, have that space, have that rest, have my mind even rest and be able to, um, you know, just have that uh, space away, really. Or, you know, sometimes this is even development, reading those books, doing a study. Like, what is something that uh, brings refreshing to you, brings rest to you? And then, of course, you know, in that is also our family, you know, and, and prioritizing our family. Do you need to take family days? Do you need to set aside time, maybe Saturday mornings or Saturday afternoons, or maybe it's Tuesday evening family game night? How are you, you know, also taking time and prioritizing your family and those that are really close to you, especially as uh, those that are married or those that have kids? Because our public ministry will only go as far as our private life. And so ensuring that we are emotionally healthy, our family is emotionally healthy, um, that is, is critically important. You know, and even something for Earl and I that we've really, um, you know, tried to instill in our kids, even at a young age, is going, you know, we don't want them to feel like, okay, mom and dad are always at the church. Or, um, you know, the church is, is this particular context, right? Where um, actually at, at one time we were both working at the church and we were there all the time just because of our roles and because both of us worked there. And our oldest son, <coughs> he, um, he was starting to actually uh, – the soon as he would see the church building, no, 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 why are we going there? I don't want to go there. No, 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 no. And he was getting anxiety around going to the church. But at the same time, you know, we couldn't fully back away from it because what we also want our family to be about and, you know, um, our kids to understand is that serving and being a part of ministry and, and being a part of the church is critically important as well. 
So that's where areas where we really had to balance that out and go, okay, what's causing this anxiety in him? Um, is it because he thinks we're going to leave him? It, it, you know, whatever it might be, or is it because he just, he's feeling neglected at the church, but also we really want to empower him to know that this is an important part of our life and, and that serving God and serving the people and serving the church is important as well. So those are areas where when we're thinking, okay, how can we be faithful of our time? These are areas where we really need to seek God and go, okay, God, help us to be able to navigate this or balance that. Yeah, I love it. I think the, the you know, reaching in is so critical, is so important. Uh, let's talk a little bit about reaching out. Uh, so I know you talked a little bit about how even in your kids, you want to instill in them that, hey, serving God, being a church, that's important. But what are some practical things that people can do in order to reach out uh, with their time? Yeah, so, I mean, this can be in the context, and, and it should be in the context of both, both within the church, building your community there, um, people, uh, you know, uh, small groups in leadership, whatever it might be, and in the context of people that you're connected to outside school, work, neighbors. So that's going, how can I connect to people? Whether that's in large groups, whether that's on one-on-one, -on -one, what, you know, whatever it is, how are you setting time aside? You know, I'm not even going to say daily because if it's, you know, having people over at your home for dinner, well, of course, you're not going to do that every single day. But or if it's leading a small group, that might be weekly or bi-weekly or whatever it might be. So I'm not going to even say daily, but are you prioritizing time? Are you setting aside a time to be connected to others? You know, I see a lot of families who are, um, you know, sports families. So they're very well connected when they're always at a, a soccer field or they're always at a baseball time. And, and you know, that's that's good as well because there's people there that you can be connected to. So either is that the community that you want to get connected to or is that taking up time that really you could um, be pouring into people? And, and that's just an example, but it's going, okay, what are kind of those, if you do in a sense have leisurely time, are you using it to build community and are you reaching out to those around you? So, that's things like getting involved in church community things. So maybe that's leading a small group. Maybe that's getting connected to the other um, mom that sits in your row and asking if she wants a play date with the kids. Maybe that's hearing someone at the church that um, is struggling with something. And so you ask him or her out for a coffee. Maybe it's, you know, getting bringing having an open house with your neighbors or a street barbecue where you're connecting with your neighbors it's going out for lunch with your coworker and just being able to pour into them and and you know share with them whatever it might be maybe it's asking to pray with them if you know they're going through something these are all ways to be connected and you know sometimes again we allow time to get busy and we miss opportunities to be able to pour out to people or we're rushing around mm -hmm. and we see someone, you know, at the store who goes to the church or maybe, or maybe it's, you know, someone, you know, in your neighborhood and we do a quick, hi, okay, we're on our way. But really it was an opportunity to speak to that person, to, uh, it, 
you know, empower that person, encourage that person, you know, or maybe even plan something further along to get together with them. And we, we have to ensure that we're not neglecting those areas of our life. Yeah, and I love what you're saying there. And I, I was actually thinking about it um, as you were talking about the whole idea of reaching out. Is sometimes reaching out is not even scheduled. You know, if you look at yeah, the life of Jesus, exactly. you know, he's walking by, he's Zacchaeus. He says, you know what? I'm going to show up to your home today. Yeah. So sometimes even creating margin in our life is strategic in reaching out. Because yeah. if you don't have that margin, you just have no time to be able to stop and talk to that person, to be able to, you know, get into that conversation with someone in that grocery store and who knows what that's going to lead to and how you're going to be able to impact them and speak into their life. So I think this idea of reaching out is also uh, creating margin in our lives. And, and sometimes I was thinking about this in, re- in relation to reaching in and family time. And I was, I was talking to my wife about this a while back, you know, um, I think it may have been in the context of our small group, maybe, but this idea that I said, you know, I don't want us to think that when we do small group, it's not our time as well, because mm-hmm. there is an element of us being yeah. together and yeah. learning together and growing together that yeah. we can't get if we were just alone. So yeah. I get it. There's other people in the, in the, in the house, in the room, and you know, we're in a group, but still that can be reaching out, uh, sorry, yeah. reaching in as well. And yeah. so that it could be for you, Emily, like getting your kids involved in something, in an outreach. So, you know, it's not like you're leaving the kids at home and you're going and doing something, but you're taking right. them along with you. So right. it is a teachable moment. It is a relational moment for you with them. But at the same time, together, you're doing mm-hmm. something that's, you know, considered reaching out, that's, that's making a difference in someone else's life. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they are really all connected in that sense like you know that interconnected I last um last week actually I just had the opportunity to do a play date with one of the moms from the other church and so we both brought our kids along and you know it's empowering it when you have uplifting fruitful conversations it's empowering in your relationship with god it's empowering you know your children are getting close you're having time together with with them but also with your kids and then it's empowering each other this is exactly what we're talking about when we are talking about being faithful with our time and ensuring that you know these are moments for both of us with this play date you know we're moms, we're working moms, we're involved in things. And we had to, for this particular thing, we had to kind of plan it out and, you know, say this date. But it was something that we both wanted to prioritize and needed to prioritize because we knew it was important for our relationship and and just to be able to encourage one another. And so that's, you know, where I want to really encourage people today of going uh Part of our mission and understanding our mission and living out our mission is this area of time and ensuring that we are prioritizing and being stewards of our time, being faithful uh, with the time that God's given us. Yeah, absolutely. So just to quick, uh, do a quick recap here, uh, we're talking about stewarding our time. We're talking about three um, like overall, if you will, containers of how to steward mm-hmm. our time. We're not mm-hmm. saying strategically exactly how to spend your time or how to structure it, but we're saying overall, you want to reach up, you want to connect with God, you want to build that relationship with Him, you want to have that quiet time, the devotional, the meditation with Him in His mm-hmm. presence, allow Him to speak to you, 
and renew you and refresh your spirit. You need to reach in so you're actually you know, emotionally healthy. You're connecting. You're, you're introspective on what's happening on the inside. You're making time for yourself. Uh, and that can be different things for different people. So it could be going and having, getting a pedicure. It could be reading a book that, you've, you, know, that, that you really want to and that's going to uplift you, um, et cetera. So you're, you're really taking care of yourself. It's soul yeah. care. And then reaching out, which is you're serving somebody, you're involved in someone's life, you're making time for somebody else so that everything you're receiving from the Lord and that you're growing in yourself, you're also giving out so that God can continue to pour into you. So that's sort of the three key areas that you're talking about, right, Emily? Yes, that's it. Wonderful. So listen, uh, if you're listening to us, if you've, uh, you know, I know you've been blessed just listening to this and I, I encourage you to do uh, practice these three areas because the more you do that, the more effective you're going to be in your mission. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, especially those of us that are driven, those of us that are very goal oriented, we can get out of sync uh, and off balance, focused primarily on one area and trying to accomplish things and being very task oriented that we ignore the other areas and the other parts of how God wants us to steward our time. So if we follow these three um, general uh, areas of uh, stewarding time, I believe that we'll be more effective in our mission. So thank you for tuning in. As always, please check us out online at passiontoreach.com. Also, you can find us on Facebook at Passion to Reach, uh, as well as email us at missionconnect at passiontoreach.com. Please subscribe uh, either on iTunes or on Google Play and uh, listen to the other episodes. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. So keep those messages coming. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.